everybody, and welcome to Rise of the Podcast. I am Jeremy. I'm Kara. I'm Keith. And I'm presenting the show in front of a live studio audience, and I'm Brownie. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> what does everybody think of the new set? <laughs> stage, yeah, yeah, round of applause. This is Thanks. what, like, stage three now? What do you want to call this, Chris? What? Well, no, we had stage one, which was the first comic book background. Yep. Then two, which was R2-D2, and then back to, didn't we make a second comic book background? That was only yeah. for Lego builds. Well, still, stage three. This is stage four. Stage three, yeah. Stage yeah. one of 2.0. There you go. <laughs> and I hope that this will continue to grow as we proceed. Because yeah. I want to, like, were we talking about prop building? Yeah, no, we were. Yeah, out of foam and stuff? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, because Daryl's making all the minifigs for his game, Daryl's like, I want to help build props. I'm like, I want your help to build props. And so, okay, <laughs> you, you know your idea, doing the EVA foam to make the crate? Yeah. Do you remember me mentioning that, like months ago, I, months ago. I'm going to continue to add husband, husband points to my tally by saying, yes, Kara, I <laughs> all the things that we talk about. And there is how well husbands listen. <laughs> <laughs> so today, so we had to do some drone stuff this morning and I took Chip with me because I, Chip he was did. perfectly able to come with me while mm -hmm. we were flying the drone. Yeah. So. I just didn't let him pilot it. Don't worry. Baby behind. That's the a good way to lose your license. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yup. So, Chris, who do we have watching today? We have. Oh my gosh, I can't type. We have. Do 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 do. Oh, I gotta adjust this slightly so I can see it. So we've got Cam. We've got David. Hi, Cam. Hi, David. Um, uh, Brad's in there, obviously. Snail Brad. I haven't seen anything from Swanky yet. He has posted a bunch of snail stuff. Swanky. So um, for those of you who are wondering, oh, Al was watching. Oh, fun. Um, the reason it's a little bit echoey in here is we haven't been able to fully do sound treatment to this place yet. So it's, uh, it's a work in progress. It's not quite up to the standard of the other place, but we have a billion percent more room to work with, which comes with a billion percent more room to soundproof. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're kind of looking at here. I should have gave you a picture of hanging the blankets to post for everyone, Chris. Maybe we'll put it in the Discord. Okay. And have you learned anything about chat commands, Chris? I haven't learned anything yet. Ah, oh, so Chris has got to learn about some chat commands. I, I was too busy trying to sound <laughs> to learn things. It, it is fun. Nobody can see, but there is a giant glass wall behind Chris. We're all looking at a giant glass exterior that goes to the outside. Isn't people, it way better than staring at the gear racks? Well, people are watching. <laughs> There's a couple there was watching a second oh, ago. They? Yeah, they stopped and looked in, so that's kind of fun. So hopefully we're all not like the dog from up and we're all a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> there, we've got a lot of fun topics to talk about tonight. We've got Dulucon coming up and we just got wrapped up with like a new type of mini convention, which would be the West End Flourish. So the new studio is located in the West End of the town that we live in. And they threw a little get together today and they had food trucks and all this fun stuff outside. How many bags of mini donuts were purchased? I purchased Four, five. two and I ate. 11 out of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kara, what other food truck food did you have? Oh, I had the pulled pork. What did you think of the pulled pork? Pulled pork was great. Pickle what? was disgusting. It tasted like fish. Oh, what, what kind of like sandwich did you get? Did you get the open face sandwich? Open face pulled nice. pork. Yeah, it was like on this nice thick slice of white bread that was mm. Mm, toasted. It was so good. Was the pickle a butter pickle and not a dill pickle? I, I think, that's, I what think that's what it was. I think that's what it was, but it tasted like fish. It was. Mm. <laughs> 
I got the uh, the breakfast pulled pork sandwich. Mm. So it was a piece of Texas toast followed by po- pulled pork and then egg and then hollandaise sauce. Wait, wait, wait. it was really that good. was available. It was. It was so good. And the egg was like you know it was kind of like undercooked. So when you like try to cut into the yolk, it was just like <gasps> and just like soaked all your pork and egg and sauce. Dang. It was crazy good. That sounds. Yeah, I might just a little bit closer to you. Yeah. <clears throat> I love hollandaise sauce so much. I do too. It's so good. Apparently I ordered Kara the wrong thing, but you also got to try the egg rolls. The egg rolls were really good. I was actually telling (sighs) Jeremy that like in the egg rolls, you actually like tasted the flavor of the vegetables. It wasn't just like, yeah, saucy, mushy stuff. It was, it was really good. I'm like, I'm eating something healthy right now. You know what's actually surprisingly good? Spring rolls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I had never had a spring roll until... We had the employee appreciation day with my first dental job. Oh. And uh, for our day, we, we had spring rolls, and they were so good. Yeah, spring rolls are really good. <laughs> and, yeah. like, it was some sort of peanut dipping sauce or something like that. And, oh. uh, there was a lot of people when we were out. There was a, there was a good turnout today. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people, and I was listening mm-hmm. to them all talking, and somebody I heard say, I could eat food trucks. At least three times a week. <laughs> like, oh, I could. 100%. I think that's a common, you know, people just love food trucks. And they're such a fun business because it's they can pop up, they're mobile, they can go around and do things. And they're like a really good money earner for people who can like run one full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's super fun because if you ever do have any type of convention, so for like Dugacon, we had a lot of people were like, I'll do a food, you know, I'll put bring my food truck there. And so it's like easy to get to come down here. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's, it was a really fun turnout for all the ones today. And there was an egg rolled one, mini donut one. There was a, a barbecue place. Uh, what was the the one? It's a tiny little black little black food truck. Was it here today? Mm. Yeah, it was here. It's like right next to the VA. It was. I walked by. Gosh, it. I don't you remember what I'm talking about though? Yeah, I saw it. They I, catered our last uh, office meeting at work, and I can't remember their name. Room at the table. Yeah, that mm. one. Room at the table. What do they serve there? I've never. I know uh, they said there. It's an F, according to the article that was written about West End Flourish, it said it is a ever changing or rotating menu that is centered on the Smash Burger. Oh, is Smash Burger is that with egg and peanut butter? Am I thinking? I think Smash Burger. They just call it a Smash. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Smash Burger is just like it's a ball of meat, and then they go. Uh, Smash okay. burger. That's it. It's, it's, think, it's like honestly, seared. It. Like you press it down in a really hot pan yeah. and it sears it. Isn't there? Isn't there a Smash Burger restaurant? Mm. I don't know. I'm not 100 sure. I think well, there is a restaurant called Smash Burger. Pretty sure. So is it kind of like? Uh, but I think that's like a crispy on the outside, still kind of pink in the middle. Probably. Yeah, probably. That sounds good. I was thinking about I that the other day. There should yeah, be a yeah. burger that's like got a nice kind of deep fried exterior, crispy and just buttery <laughs> and good. Well, actually, that's kind of how I think of the um, Culver's burgers. Okay. The, the oh, butter burgers, the butter right? burger, They're, yeah. they're kind of like crispy on so, the outside. Kind of, kind of, yeah. What do you got? Do you have any more batteries? The, the batteries died for the fourth angle. No. We ran the thing all day and they just died. Oh. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a big deal. But. Wait, is that Keith's angle? Oh, the, yeah, it's the close-up on Keith. Uh, I don't need a close-up. So then second technical thing, can somebody unhook the XLR from the mic that we're not using? Oh, we're That's just going to add a little bit. Oh, oh this there's Batty. I'm actually kind of happy I don't get a close-up. All right, that should be... <laughs> that, so that mic and my mic are shared lines. There's no reason to have that plugged in if nobody's using it. Got it, because uh, it's tapping in. I. 
Oh, okay. We do. Need, we need a technical difficulties emote for sure. <laughs> I will work on one. Wait, all this happened during our commercial break, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's just say I think you can't cut to a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, do I have anything you have any to chat, Chris? Um, so Cam says everything's better with Hollandaise. Oh, hey. yeah. Uh, Brad made a very inappropriate joke about Smashburg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then he said that we need a technical difficulties emote. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Brad, let us know what you think of the new logo. Brad. Shame on you. Yeah. Oh, Alice says, um, we're definitely going to need some more sound treatment, but it sounds good for a first day. For what it is. Here, yeah. From all the sound tests I've heard, it's, it's kind of fun. We sound like we're at a convention doing a live show. It actually ah. sounds like a live show yeah. that I've seen. So when you watch them pre-recorded, it's not like the best thing in the whole entire world, but it does sound like we're at a, like a convention. Speaking so we to just need people. a laugh track we, to yeah, make it sound yeah. like we have actually a lot of audience members instead of, you know. Just or just get the audience or pumped. We need to right? make the people who are actually here Yeah, laugh. guys, come on. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> we need crickets, yeah. Oh, I'm literally playing the crickets noise right now. Yes. <laughs> Okay, Chris, just cut in whenever you want with chat. But so here's, here's what my week looked like. The other day, we're all sitting around, not doing anything. And they thought it was a good idea to come up with a theme song for everybody. So there's been some really funny ones. And of course, you can't pick your own. No, of course you can't. So we have our youngster who's like 20, who has no respect for personal space. <laughs> so he will come in and like force TikTok videos on you. He will come in and just just stand over your shoulder and it, it, I, you know what? I'm, I'm old. A, I've got to have my coffee in the morning. I want to be left alone and I get bombarded. Do you know how many printers we, we've talked about how many printers I install on a daily basis for people. I'm it. I'm the go-to guy for questions. It's like when I'm in my cubicle, I want to be left alone. So when people just break that cubicle barrier and then they just hang out near me. It's just, <laughs> man, you really do sound like a grumpy old man. Oh, the, the, the funny thing when is, people when people say hello to me, I just, I just freak out. <laughs> I, I hey, like, Jeremy, I hope you're having a great day. Get away from me. <laughs> Someone's got a case of Mondays. <laughs> I, joke, I don't joke with people. I'm like, hey, personal space. Remember how much I love my cubicle and my privacy. I'm like, oh, you're so funny, Jeremy. It's like, you don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> like, I'm literally trying to tell you to step away. Jeremy's going to snap at work one day. So, <laughs> um, so one of the theme songs we came up with was for Wyatt. They were like, all right, what would Wyatt see? And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, we had to make one. It's just like, what song exists that would explain this situation? And so for Wyatt, um, Dave started playing the police don't stand so close to me. Oh, and yes. it was like just right on the money. It was super funny. <laughs> I cannot remember the one we came up with for my coworker, Derek, but uh, there's a running joke that one of my other coworkers is just a very hairy individual. So he just, he just got a lot of hair, you know? And uh, there's maybe I've told a lot of jokes about him before. Like, you know, he'll take a shirt off and be like, Pat, put your, you know, you know, put, you, you don't need a sweater in here, you know? And he's like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think I once saw a fly land in his arm and it got stuck. <laughs> um, so there's a song and somebody just searched, somebody did a remix of a song and it was like, a really, really funny song about like falling in love with a hairy person. And it was like all the things like, if you don't have any back hair, you're not for me. And it's like, it's, oh it was gosh. really well done. So that one was super applicable to Pat. But now on to me. So it's funny to see how people perceive you, right? So the one character feature that everyone pulled out about me was apparently my baldness. Yes. So then they looked up bald theme songs. And somebody <laughs> did a parody to um, uh, I'm Sexy and I Know It. 
Yes. But it's I'm bald and I know I'm it. Bald and I know it. <laughs> and uh, they played it, and the song is is really really funny. So if you guys want to know what it sounds like, just go to YouTube and search "I'm bald and I know it," and the song is absolutely it was really well done. It's only a minute and a half long, uh, but it was just that made me laugh. So I was thinking, like. I know it's on the spot, so we can let it simmer in the background, but Kara, I don't know if you have a theme song for Chris uh, or one for Keith, but if oh, you, gosh, or somebody can type in a chat if they think any, you've yeah, been on enough. I think Brad needs to be the one to pick those out. Yeah, please supply oh, wow. us with a theme song. I mean, You're giving Brad homework now? Here's the thing. Brad is good at these <laughs> kinds of things. Just saying. I'm sure he already doesn't, or like, Swanky doesn't have a every, cheeky response or as something. Everybody who's watched the podcast knows I lived a very sheltered life, so I don't have this wide range of songs. Well, neither do they apparently they had to google them okay well you're asking a 20 year old also like you could always just like pick some sort of hymnal like I don't know I can't think of any because I don't go to church (laughs) but you could pick you know something just an old hymn just glory (laughs) praise be to he (laughs) that could be my theme song (laughs) there's got to be a song with like about brownies right oh there there should be be. there's got to be something but it's got to fit him too not just because it's got brownies in it right that's true So so it's my theme song Jeremy well, that's why you can't put, I should have been prepared. You should have been prepared. One, but I don't know. And my, my coworkers were just rattling him off so fast. And I was like, they had the bald one for me and don't stand so close well, to they me. They had to Google the bald one for you. So, I mean. I actually, I think I know what mine is. So you guys know the song by uh, Fun? It's uh, Tonight We Are Young or something like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a parody of that yeah. where it's Tonight We're Not Young. And it's all about like going to bed early and not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be my theme song. That's, I feel that's me. I go to bed when Chip goes to bed. Like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I So a um, David just posted a uh, behind-the-scenes photo of the new studio on Discord. So if you want to hop over, you can actually see a new behind-the-scenes photo of what everything looks like. So that's kind of fun. Cool. And then, so that's available on Discord, which, Chris, you got to make a command so people can just type in an exclamation point Discord, and it should link them to the Discord, which would be kind of cool. Um, but one of my themes, so there is, um, I think it was like by, you know, the, the two big like YouTubers around here, there's like dude, dad. And then there's the, you betcha guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a one. It was like, what if, um, men threw a party or whatever, like old people over guys over 40 or people over 40. And so like, they're all walking in and they're all pretending to be dads or it was a dad themed party. So one of them runs in and they're like, where's the thermostat? You know, and then like <laughs> somebody runs in and so then it's like, who loves the door open? And then it cuts to outside and they all like creak as they sit down. And it was super, it was super funny. So one of the things I talked about, so I was just had my physical fitness test this last weekend. And well, you guys, yeah, I was actually, it would have been, I would have passed it by the last podcast actually, but yeah. now it really has sunk in how sore I am. And, um, there's a, they, they, that's a story other time, but exercise is one of the topics I want to talk about because oh no, it's like oh my. What's goodness. exercise? Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, ex exercise. Exorcist. Uh, yeah, that one. Exorcist. I know that. We're gonna talk about exercise. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't do the exercises. Eggs exercises for bacon. Oh, yes. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that's good. That's that's true. I don't I don't that do this thing exercise, but eggs are <laughs> definitely sides for bacon. You need more bacon than eggs. So, you just need more bacon, period. Amen. <laughs> True. So here's the fun thing about, so they, so they changed the regulations now. So the military says, all right, look, it's like office space all over again. You've got to have flair, right? You've got to be in shape. Oh, okay. Brad's throwing shade at you for being sore from a CFT. <laughs> I'm going to complain about this. It used to be pass, fail. The test used to be pass. You either passed or you failed. Okay. And then it didn't matter what score you got. It just was above a certain threshold. You were good. Annual requirement to take the test. 
Now they had to get all, that's not good enough. Now you have to have, you know, 15 is the minimum, but now you got to have like 17 or you got to have more than the minimum. So here's how it works. You get a 75 or less, you fail. You got you to take it again within three months. They put you on like a fit to fight program and then yada, yada, yada. Then if you get over a 75, you're good, you're passed. But if you don't get above a 90, then you got to take it in six months. So I got an 87. Oh. So now I have to take it again in six months. So you might as well just not done any of the training that you did and gotten the fail anyway. Okay, well, training he did? What? You, <laughs> Kara. So, I ran 15 times before my actual PT ah, test. You had oh 95 weeks in between tests and you ran 15 times. Okay, so here's the thing. Jeremy, he was like, Kara, like this was, this is months ago. Months ago. He was like, Kara, I want you to be forcing me to do my sit-ups and my push-ups. You got to be forcing me every night. Tell me, do my sit-ups and push-ups. So what did I do for like a week? Jeremy, you got to go do your sit-ups and push-ups. Go on a run. Go do this to go do that. Oh, I'll do it later. No, Jeremy, go on and do it. I'll do it later. And did he do it later? No. <laughs> it sounds exactly like Jeremy. He's like, Chris, I don't want to. And I'll tell you really what happened. No, no, no. Give that is angle. what happened. I told you and you didn't do it. Uh-uh. So yeah. here's, let me give it to you from my point of view. Mm -hmm. I said, Kara, you got to remind me to do my push-ups and sit-ups. And you have to force me. And there's a very much so key word there of me. Force. Oh, okay. As in force okay. a person to do something. So Kara would go, Jeremy. Okay, no, 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 it's no, 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 no. You haven't done your push-ups and sit-ups. <laughs> would it behoove you to partake of them at this moment? I'm like, I don't want to. Okay, it's been a long day. You relax. I behoove you no, to go and do your Kara, sit-ups and push-ups. No, force me. You have what to remember. What am I supposed to do? No, down to give me 20. That's yeah, what I'm used to. At basic training, that's what they do. All right, next to PT test. I'm literally just stuck in the middle it of this. It's happening. It you is happening. It's going down. Kara, and then the guest. Right. So Keith is really stuck in the middle. The guest used to be able to just kind of like, <laughs> that there's nowhere for me to go. Uh, Mom and dad are fighting. Oh, no. Creep over the back yeah, of the yeah, couch. <laughs> I need to be I just fall into infinite space. <laughs> I need to be forced, plain and simple. If if I get just you know tiptoed around, I'm not gonna do it. Everybody's gonna put up resistance. What are you gonna do when like Chip tries to get away with something? Okay, huh? Chip is different. Are you gonna be like, oh Chip, would it be who I'm gonna to brush mom your voice teeth him right now? No, you're, like, you're so funny. <laughs> you need to be forced. He doesn't have enough teeth to brush yet. So I mean, he does have eight. So because of that. I had to. I have to retake my PT test in six months. Oh, so, so now it's my fault. Yeah, and Kara, say. how could you do this to Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, I'm so, sorry, guys. I'm sorry that I didn't force Jeremy to do it. <laughs> so, there, so some other some other funny things that this leads into. So every year I do have to prepare for all three things. I do have to prepare for the run. Well, running a mile and a half is ridiculously difficult. I I cannot stand running, and yeah. it's like I'm talk sorry. to the guy who ran that marathon the first time. Yeah, well, to Pompeii, he was he didn't even make, he died. He died. He died. Okay, <laughs> he did. The first guy who ran a marathon died. Yeah. Okay, I heard that that's actually a lie. No, he died. Did he though? Did he, he really though? did. I Hold on, did. I think he did. It's fact checking time. Let's no, fact check did. this because I'm pretty sure I heard that that hey, Brad, was like a fact rumor. check this, please. Yeah. Oh, Chris is gonna take. That into his own hands. So then push-ups, okay, who wants, okay, A, 
tall people have a disadvantage when it comes to push-ups. I agree There's with that. There's a longer span for you to have to cover. And then we talk about a fulcrum point, it's physics. My weight in the middle of my body is pulling down and there's less, you know, there's a span. Push-ups are horrible. In other but, words, Jeremy would make a very poor bridge. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> there's a lot of weight. And then, but sit-ups, absolutely. Oh, you're right, he did die. See? Oh, he did? Yes, but, I really thought But he the didn't. story is commonly believed to be complete fabrication. It's, it, Isn't this like ancient Greece, though? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, so really in, uh, about it's like Greece. pre-Paul Revere, you know, <laughs> like, Jeremy, right. in like 490 BC. It's 490 BC. That's a long and time did ago. He, yeah. did, what's it, did he actually run the 26 He, he ran from Marathon to Athens to tell people about the um, victory at the Battle of Marathon, which is 26.2 miles. Okay. So. And I was going to say, don't talk to me about a mile and a half, because I have done a full marathon. So I heard, okay. Yeah, okay. It's a big tangent. But anyway, so I was talking to people about running, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I ran a marathon and a half marathon. And I'm like, you guys are all crazy. I've done a half marathon too, but I don't, didn't like one minute of it. You know? Man. Um, so, the, no, so the funny story of why my sit-ups are good to go, okay? We have a golden retriever. And he's getting older. And every night he likes to jump up on the bed. And I feel bad watching him jump up. And then his, like, hips, you know, his poor little dog hips... So he's seven. Kara, and I, he's <laughs> almost eight. He's oh my god, almost eight. What a octogenarian! Oh, birthday is in June. No, he's he almost eight. Almost he's eight. closer to he eight. He is seven than months, or seven years, and three months. No, yes. you definitely made him out to be like fourteen. Yeah, he looks old. <laughs> we got a seventeen-year-old gold retriever in our undo house. Joint damage. <laughs> it's permanent, okay? It's like we're not going to get dog leg surgery. So, Karen, I talked oh, about Oh, you would him. if you cared about him. And yeah, we, Jeremy. We Bionic lowered dog. our bed so the dog didn't have to jump up so high. Oh. And I literally think now when we get out of bed, we, like, put our feet on the ground. There's, I have to do a sit-up every morning <laughs> to get out of bed. I'm not kidding, guys. I hammered out the 40-whatever sit-ups I needed. No problem. And it's because we lowered the bed. It's so 100%. you need to set your You're bed welcome. up so you have to do a push-up to get into it. No, then. that would be the worst. <laughs> oh, I like that. Jeremy just gets on the floor next to, his, to the bed, pushes up, one arm up. Other arm <laughs> up, one leg up, other leg up. Yeah. That's a good idea. So, so that, your you bed know, isn't low right, enough. By that logic, saying. if one right? sit-up a day helps you, then one push-up a day should yeah. help you equally. Come on, Jeremy. Come uh, on. I'm not kidding, though. Like, it's improved my core strength. Well, really so we, we have a whole bunch of floor space in front of that. Do a push-up for us real quick. I could. Yeah, but Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Guys. Whoa, ooh, my shoulder. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Sh- okay, so this is I'll why do a he sit up. wouldn't do the push-ups and sit-ups when I told him to. Oh, I'm really sore my back. I'll do a sit-up, and you can see how good that actually What's Brad saying? He's lighting you up. Hold on a sec. (laughs) I know I've been watching this. Okay, so uh, he says... I picked a song for me, too. He did pick a song for you. He says, Jeremy is so mission ready. Tax dollars at work. He's like, a mile and a half? What what that is? (laughs) It is brutal distance. He said we had to run three miles. 18 minutes was a perfect score. And he's like, just 40 sit-ups? Holy crap, this is sad. (laughs) (laughs) We had to do 80. (laughs) (laughs) Dave says, back to my previous comment, he's old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Brad says, pull-ups instead of push-ups. You'd prefer pull-ups. I I mean, I rather would. I prefer push-ups over pull-ups any day. Yeah, but with pull-ups, you'd have to do a lot less. How many do you have to do? I can't like do one. Oh, God. Yeah. Ten pull-ups. I can't even do one. I, I'm sitting there when I'm hanging. I'm like, <gasps> and it just doesn't happen. 
Kara, A. <laughs> Once you wrangle Chip a little bit more, you'll have the upper body start yeah. to do pull-ups. <laughs> you used to be able to lift the big bowl of chilies that we need, or the big bowl of chili. Okay, yeah, that was like forever ago. Also, the, your, your whole body's involved in that lift motion, though it's not just your arms. It's right. So uh, anyway, so my boss, okay, so, here, so back to the PT story. So my boss, all right, here's what's really fun. He, uh, so I'm just going to break this down. So they made it the six-month, nine-month thing, right? Now they've also changed the age ranges. So you've got 20 to 25 year olds have a certain standard, 25 to 30, 30 30 to 35. So this is technically the toughest year there's gonna be for me in a while because next year I fall into a new age range. He's getting older. Basically okay. dead. Oh, so, so wait, can you, can you just like the delay range? the test? Delay oh, I, the six month test until after your birthday? I th- I'm going to do that. Okay. Yep. I think, I, I think I I'm doing like. Gwen says you're a geriatric. Yeah, see, right? <laughs> so, so technically it, this will be, you know, it, this one was the hardest one for me. So my boss, okay, he's in the over 50 range. <laughs> So all of his requirements, he gets to run slower and then do less, you know, eat more donuts. Exactly. (laughs) So he was really, really happy because again, if he got less than a 90, he would have to take it again in six months. He got over 90. So he's been running around just shouting out his number whenever anybody's like somebody's arguing over the way like we should do something like who's gonna take out the garbage and Brett's like I don't care I got a 91 (laughs) (laughs) we need your executive decision on this doesn't matter I got a 91 he's just so happy because he doesn't have to do it again and this is what's fun is um, there's people who can like gut it out every year like they don't do any training at all and they just get out and they just they pull it from wherever they need to pull it from it's like the old lady when she sees a child under the car and she just lifts the entire thing to save it I, mean, I think that's, that's been... a mom not an old lady <laughs> well no I think am I an old lady to you no there's like a 91 year old woman who lifted a car off a baby she did. She summoned the strength because she tried to say I've always Brad, can you please look this up for us? I was like, I'm pretty sure I've heard that's a mom. Like the adrenaline you get when you see your child trapped, you're like Hulk. But isn't it more impressive if the woman is older? But is it true or is it false? I, I think it's probably true. These mm. have 91-year-old woman lifts car. <laughs> Just old woman lifts car is all. <laughs> That's all. Anyways, so that was, that just, that wrapped up. I'm, I'm super sore. What is going on? <laughs> the top result. His <laughs> suspect runs over 90. <laughs> I can't understand. Suspect, suspect runs, runs over 90. Over 90 year old. <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> The 91 isn't lifting cars, but getting rid of them is like, yeah. Well, there was a guy, there was a guy in a wheelchair who got stuck in front of a semi-truck. Yeah, there was a guy crossing the road and the semi-driver didn't see him and he got stuck in the grill and he's going 35 down the road, riding the, the, riding the wheelchair and then some people are trying to get him to stop. Chris, pull up that article. I, I, I was still trying to recover from laughing. What did you say? Wheelchair stuck in front of semi. Oh my God, but did the guy, the guy, the guy made it? Oh, he lived, yeah, yeah. How wow. hilarious, can you imagine having that story to tell? Yeah, my wheelchair got stuck in front of a semi. I was going 70 down the freeway. <laughs> well, it's, like a, it's like a Chevy Chase movie. Right? <laughs> These things don't really happen. <laughs> Chris, are you looking it up? Oh, he's pulling it up for us here. Oh, Ooh, my god! We're going to watch it? Man, wheelchair yeah, on wild go, ride. See. Grand There's Rapids, Michigan. One too. Is the audience seeing this as well? No, I, they can. Just give me one second here. Oh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's not oh. far from here. So Ben Carpenter got the ride of his lifetime when his electric wheelchair became lodged in the grill of a semi-trailer and was accidentally pushed down a highway for several kilometers at 80 kilometers an hour. Oh my gosh. 
Uh, his father was incredulous when police called him when 20-year-old son was uh, okay after the ride. I said, what happened? He said his son had started to cross an intersection uh, uh, west of Detroit where the truck had stopped for a red light. The light changed to green while he was still in front of the semi, which started moving forward. It bumped the side of the wheelchair, which started turning forward, its handles becoming lodged in the grill, and the wild ride had started. Oh, my gosh. Truck driver couldn't see him, and that's the end of the story. So, you know, I so here's some crazy things I've seen before. I have been driving down the road. I've seen delivery doors, like on the back of a delivery vehicle, swing open. Mm. Absolutely. I've seen it happen a second time, and people in the back behind the third time, like they, they weren't back there. They were like hauling furniture or whatever, and they were just back there keeping it stabilized. But the door swings open, and there's people back there. It's like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then um, I'd see what other crazy things. We we were uh, overseas, and there was a, a flatbed truck with a bunch of uh, chain link fence pieces on it. We're coming around the corner, and the strap broke, and it like the chain link fence like just swooped across our lane and almost hit us. So that was and it perfectly embedded man. itself in the fence up on the side of the highway. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> and then flipped up. I almost got <laughs> impaled on the drive home from Disneyland. Remember, I was driving, and that semi lost a big old chunk of metal that came flying. Oh, that's yeah, right, in Iowa. In Iowa. Yeah, Iowa. Iowa. The worst state in the union. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I was once driving to Bayfield for work, and uh, I was behind the semi, and a strap came loose, <gasps> and it started dragging behind the semi, but the strap kept on like getting like oh, it was loosening itself it was loosening yeah. itself it was self-loosening and there was a hook on the bottom Ooh. right so this thing is like coming closer and closer <laughs> so i'm just like slowing down until this strap is like it's like i don't know a quarter mile long it That's is like insane. crazy long so once we get to an area if you know the drive to bayfield where all of a sudden it becomes turned from one lane to two lanes mm -hmm. i like floor it yeah. to get alongside this guy. Cause I'm like, I got to warn him. Cause I'm like, it's going to hook a car yeah, and destroy the absolutely. car or it's going to hook a tree and destroy the truck. Like something horrible is yeah. going to happen. So I like speed next to this guy and I'm like, honk, honk, honk. And I'm like, I like pointed the guy and I'm like, you got a thing back there. And he obviously couldn't hear me, but he yeah. saw me pointing crazily. And uh, then <laughs> there's he a gremlin on the wing. But I was like, this is like final destination right now. This <laughs> quarter mile long, like unbreakable strap connected to a hook is being dragged at 50 it's miles It's just going to fling one way and then oh. come flinging in your window. Yeah, and something horrible. Well, yeah, it hits a weird bounce and like shoots up. It comes right down into someone's car. That's so, dangerous. How yeah. hard does it hurt when someone like snaps you with a towel? Could you imagine a snapping toast? Strap, like, whoosh. oh my god, with a metal oh my hook god. on the like end, yeah. Keith, you met a real life automobile boss that's like a final boss. I swear, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta like get past him without getting taken out by, yeah. Him. yeah. It, was, it was intense. I passed that video game level for sure. Level 100 dexterity. <laughs> um, I had heard a funny star, like, to, so we got you know, at least talk about Star Wars to keep the branding. Just kidding, no, we don't, um, but talking about, um, you know, like old, you know, and the lady getting the 91 year old. Um, I saw a funny picture and it was like Watto in a wheelchair, you know, and he goes, <laughs> I used to own Darth Vader. And they're like, sure. Grandpa Wampa or grandpa Watto. And like, oh, I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it just, uh, that one really made me laugh. That's actually really funny. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so yeah, so the, that's over. I'll have to readdress this in six months, but it's just, I, we've been so busy trying to get all the like equipment down here and get all this set up that, you know, it's, it's been go, go, go since we bought the building. So it's like, I did not have a lot of time and Kara is horrible at forcing me to do things. So. Oh, I thought you were saying Kara is horrible at helping. No, 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 no. I have she, a child to watch at home, so. I feel really bad because yeah, she is doing chip duty way more than. than well, he's getting raised appropriately at least. <laughs> so flying around is a fly and it can be somewhat annoying. Kara, why don't you tell us what happened today? <clears throat> I was drinking a root beer. 
<laughs> Brad says we need a child excuse emote. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. We're going to have a sweet emote pack. That's all I'm saying. I'm working on them. Anyway, so I had a root beer that I'd been sipping on for a while. And I had placed it on the floor next to me. And I got busy talking with people. And somebody brought you food. And Jeremy brought me food. So I go to, I'm holding chip and I go to eat my food. And as I'm bringing this pulled pork sandwich to my face, some of the pulled pork falls and lands on the floor right next to my root beer can. Okay. So I'm like, dang it. I noticed Jeremy finished eating. I handed chip off, finished my sandwich. And then I go to finish drinking my root beer. And I get to the very bottom, last swig. I go, suck it down. I feel there's something in that swig. And I'm like, oh, it's just a piece of the pulled pork, right? It fell next to the can. That's all it is. So I spit it out into the rim of the can. And it was a fly. <laughs> and it was still alive. Ooh. Oh, my God. What a I horrible day a for that fly. a little bit on the gaggy side. I was like, Ugh. Yeah. That fly was living his best life, though. Oh, he was like, this is the best thing that could have happened. <laughs> all, all the sugar. All the sugar for him. Yeah, now I've got all the nasties. I just, I was thinking, it's like, how many, like, turds has that fly touched? Ew, don't, just don't. Oh. Just don't. Poor Kara. So, I mean... It, what doesn't kill? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> well, do people, uh, people who done two one eight says better than a hornet. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true. Oh man, so at, that's so, true. But flies are flies are at work the other day. <laughs> um, the, the, I was sitting talking to somebody, and the world's largest bee landed on the back of his neck. I mean, this Did you, was, was Guinness there to confirm <laughs> this thing was bigger than my thumb. It was not, it was not anywhere near a Hornet type. It was just, it had big bumbly body with the big hairy backside, but it Are you was sure this like, wasn't you. Well, no, it, it was massive. And so he had no idea. So then he just like reaches up to feel what's bugging him. And he puts his hand over the, like this big B and then it like freaks out. So he grabs it and he just chucks it and he threw it right at Pat. <laughs> and I actually hit Pat in the arm. And again, Pat's really hairy, so it kind of got stuck. So Pat's like, whoa! And like, I'm watching the whole thing go down. And I'm like, I could have seen, I could have seen that, like, dude, don't touch it. Leave it alone. So like it's Are you Keanu Reeves? And what now? I said, Are you Keanu Reeves? Right, whoa, right? dude, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, I think your workplace is like the lost season of oh, MASH. Well, so like here's the thing. You guys are in charge of our national security. Yeah. <laughs> we, and you guys are doing a Three Stooges movie. I've, I have absolutely told this story, but I feel like I could address it to Keith really quickly. Did mm. you hear about the squirrel story at the, in the airbase? I did not. Okay, really quickly. I'll just Give tell me you the abridged story. version. So this one guy, like um, the movie uh, Hacksaw Ridge, right? Yeah. It's about a pacifist during war. Yeah. There's a person I know who is a, was a pacifist, but he's in the military. So he like doesn't want to hurt anything. And so he had a squirrel problem at his house and he, people are like, you know, just trap it and kill it or whatever. And he's like, no, no, not hurt the squirrels. So he gets a live <laughs> trap and he live traps this squirrel, right? Well, the guy drives a classic Corvette everywhere he goes. Mm-hmm. So he has the squirrel 
in his Corvette, <laughs> oh. and he lets it out of the live trap. And what he was going to do is when like he got, in the car, yeah, in the car. <laughs> so he was going to drive it after. So he leaves for work in the morning. The squirrel is out in the car, in not in the trap. <laughs> he gets to work, and then after work, he was going to leave. So he's going to leave a squirrel in a li- in his Corvette for like twenty four hours. No, no, no. He got it in the live trap. In the morning, yeah. he lets it go in his car, shuts the doors, then drives to work. And then after work, he was going to drive and what release the squirrel. What season was this? Why would he? Why would he even take it out of the trap? It gets even better. You guys don't remember this? I do, but like, what's I don't think I ever heard this fall, winter, spring, summer. So, well, no, so it gets better. It's in the spring. It's in the spring. So it it could get hot in the car and the forest squirrel could bake to death. He gets to work and he opens the door and the squirrel gets out at the airbase. So then he's like, well, it took off until he looks out in the flight line, which is a secure area, and the squirrel is out by the airplanes. <laughs> he's running around, freaking out, thinking, if anybody traces that squirrel back to me, I'm going to The squirrel is, like, taunting him as it's running around outside. He's worried about it getting, you know, sucked up because there's, like, bird strikes. So, like, uh, sir, there's uh, fod in the engine. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's a squirrel? <laughs> so, yeah, because they have all these, like, bird mitigation, like, things that they do to, like, keep the birds away and everything and, like and that. And squirrels, like, squirrels can't really get in through the fence holes. Yeah, they're like so, um, you know, I guess what? The, the, all the trees are cut back from the mm, fences. Okay. So I'd imagine, like, what's their motivation to go through the fence and sure. then keep going when it's just so flat and... So they might not normally have a problem, but in, to me, no one's going to know the squirrel came from somebody. But yeah, there's it's like, this squirrel's definitely been in a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Look how cool he is. Well, of course, he's got sunglasses and, you know, glasses. Okay, I just don't understand why he felt the need to, like, keep it in his car at all. Well, it's why, even, I mean, it's, you know, he caught it, just, like, bring it somewhere and let it go. It's funny to me that he let it out of the live tra- trap or whatever. He yeah, just oh, keep yeah. it in there. Like, he's not worried about it ruining the interior of his car. I, he, yeah. not, you know, some things are worth sacrificing for, I guess. Jeez, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that was that was a really funny one. So Ridiculous. That some was, people. Some funny. people's kids. So, yep. anyway, so that was all because Kara drank a fly. Is what well, so what, did the squirrel ever get caught, or is that just the end of the story? Uh, no, it's just the end of the story. Like, he just saw it, and he was worried about getting busted, but it must have let itself out. I don't know. Yeah, it just took a he jet and flew over to <laughs> Russia. I'll just let myself out now. <laughs> yeah. It was just too funny. So, yeah, anyway, so Kara drank a fly, and that one yep. just cracks me up. Right. So. And I, I agree with Castle. Welcome, who done? Oh, is there a new person? Yeah. Well, welcome, new person. <laughs> We are so glad well, they said here. that they're in the studio, so I'm guessing it might oh. be somebody here. Oh, wait, <laughs> where awesome. they, oh, you're in the studio. Oh, never mind. Just kidding. Fine. Oh, it's <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> oh, we got the old so double reverse. Funny. Um, yes, so another Ashley. funny thing is, so we, we've talked about Ted Lasso in the past that oh. I absolutely love Ted Lasso and he's just ridiculously wholesome. So there was a, a story I read a while ago and I figured I would just share with you all. All right. Can so I pause you real quick? Because we do have Brad okay, did you, say you something about up. the you theme songs. You read us get caught up on chat. Well, this is the only thing. He's like, I don't. He's already posted it twice, and I don't think I'm ignoring him. I just Got didn't know it. when to bring it up. But he said that uh, Kara's theme song should be "Girl on Fire" by Alicia Keys. Yes, <laughs> this girl is on fire. Nation. Yeah, because she's <laughs> nation. See, that's no, the type of Brad. You that said I'm Earth Nation. He's, I think he's given up on that. We've oh. convinced him. You've convinced him through your thoughts and actions that Wait, your true you nature. Can read my thoughts, like okay. well, the, the thoughts that you express. Uh, well, he is a telepath, so that's unrelated. Okay, okay, fine, whatever. I'm just making up my own history now. 
So I'm trying to think. The only song I can think of for Keith is uh, Weird Al Yankovic's Nature Trail to Hell. Yeah. I, Nature Trail to Hell in, in 3D. 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I love Weird Al. I love that song. That's I, I love you, Brownie. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't think of one, one for Jeremy. Yes. Well, I already had the I'm bald. And yeah, that's your like, work theme song. Oh, I need a, I need a, at podcast. Is there song. songs about yeah. Neanderthals? Yeah. <laughs> 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 if, if we're doing commercials, it could be the Geico. It's so easy a caveman could do it once. <laughs> I said this earlier, and I didn't realize I was actually quoting Star Wars, and this kind of just made my day. So Karis called me a Neanderthal earlier, and I thought, Who's a bigger Neanderthal? The Neanderthal or the Neanderthal who marries a Neanderthal? Right? It'd probably be the person who marries That's the like saying, who's more foolish, the fool? Bingo! And Obi-Wan said that to Han, right? Oh, does? Oh, That's right. Yes. That is a Star Wars quote. He goes, oh, just falling around this old fool. And he's like, who's a bigger fool? The fool or the fool who follows the fool? Right? That's totally Star yeah. Wars. A new hope. Yeah. Oh, I love Obi-Wan. Oh, and I Alec, do too. Alec Guinness. So, um, Ian McGregor. Brad says Jeremy's song is The Story by Brandy Carlisle. Oh, there you go. I, I think that fits. Stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always tell stories. All right. So here's, we're going to enter into my just cute little Ted Lasso portion of the podcast where I have a funny story. I'm not so, making a graphic for this. You don't have, to, you don't have <laughs> This is the Ted Lasso portion of the story. <laughs> this is, well, it's like, because Ted Lasso so happy and he's so nice. Um, but anyways, I just read this story a while ago. I figured I would share it with you all because it's a little bit of heartwarming. So there was a dad who used to have a monkey that his daughter gave him and he set it on the dash of his truck and it existed. Oh, there. so it wasn't a living monkey. No. <laughs> Well, you didn't specify. Yeah, right. I thought it was now, a the, If this story was interesting, I would have figured a live Mr. monkey. <laughs> All right. So back to the monkey. So anyway, so dad had this monkey riding around with him wherever he would go, and it would like remind him of his daughter. And so as he was driving around, one day he, op- he opened his vehicle door, and then he got back in and then drove home, and the monkey was gone. And they looked everywhere for this monkey, and they lost the stuffed monkey. And he was really, really, really sad about losing a stuffed monkey. So his daughter went out. She looked online and she was able to find the exact monkey and order one like off eBay, but it gets even cuter. So then she took it with her for a while. She put a little hat on it. She put a little briefcase and then she photographed it around various places that Cute. she went to. And she <laughs> sent it back to her dad with a letter and said, you know, dear father or, you know, whatever the monkey would refer to him as like dear so-and-so. Um, thank dear you for not real monkey of, like, owner. riding around in your truck. But I just had to take a little vacation to see the world. <laughs> and now I've seen what I needed to see and I'm back to riding your truck. And you like, and, you know, and so then he could put it back in there. And That's just adorable. to put the afterthought and care into creating a backstory of why the monkey was gone to make that transition, right? Because like kids, will, kid will lose a goldfish and you can just like buy him a new one and say it's yeah. the same goldfish. But if the kid's smart enough, they'll know like, hey, wait a minute, you know, Mr. Bubbles had two eyes in this one, you know. <laughs> you know right? I've never so, seen a goldfish with an eye patch. Oh, eye patches are coming back. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so the fact that like she did it, you know, that that's what just separates, you know, um, I guess it just shows someone's love for one another. And that one, I just, I thought it was like the cutest thing because of what she did was above and beyond when he did. She could have just said, your dad, I got your replacement monkey. You yeah. know, but no, she was like, well, I'm waiting for the first story. one to come back. And all of a sudden it's like the evil twin is returning. And it turns into a big soap opera. Yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, do you guys remember Lotso Huggy Bear from <laughs> yeah. Toy Story? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got replaced. <laughs> Come on, big baby. <laughs> Lotso was actually pretty creepy. Like when you watch the show, right? Is he had the, the, what the heart on? Like, oh, he's the yeah. purple like this, one. This yeah. Yeah. He's got the cane. Toy Story yep. 2? Three. Three. Yeah. three. That was three. Yeah. That's the one where they almost get melted down, it isn't is. it? Yeah. It is. It's been a long time. Sorry I make every little 
conversation about movies, guys. No, no. <laughs> that's just well, supposed that to be a Star Wars pop culture kind of show, and well, nine times out of ten, that's not what we talk about. So, yep, that's okay. Being put back on track is a good thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's sad enough. So, um, did you guys have um, fun movie detail? I saw is who has seen Up? Oh yeah, Up, yeah. right? Up, up. Okay, the beginning is it up or upright? Oh, you're so funny. Okay, so up Pixar with the balloons and everything, right? So <laughs> everybody loves like. It's a beautiful love story told in the first couple of minutes of that movie, right? So a movie detail that I had missed was when it shows the two of them, the old man and his wife falling in love, shows three separate scenes where she's tying his tie. Then when he's at, she passed away and he's going to like lift his house up, he wears a bow tie. And that's because she is no longer with him to tie uh, his tie. So even at her funeral, it shows him wearing a bow tie. And I was like, you know, that is a really adorable little movie detail. And I bring that up because of the voice actor for uh, Up passed away, unfortunately. Oh, that's so, sad. Yeah, and you know, why are you bringing us down, Jeremy? <laughs> I bring you up and then I bring you down. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, got, I, got, I got a little bring us back up. So uh, right, I think like the same week that it's Ed Asner, right? Yes. The same yep, week yep. that Ed Asner passed away. Uh, on Disney Plus, they released a series of Pixar shorts, like starring the the old guy with his dog, and I forget what they're called. Uh, but I watched the first one with my daughter, and it was awesome. Aww. So it's like the up story continues, <laughs> and it, they're really with Doug. Good. Yes, that's his name. It's and actually, I think the series is called like Doug the Dog or something like I that. I love Doug. Yeah, he is so it's funny. really good. He's hilarious. His, he's he's a, he's a standard golden. Yeah, his <laughs> literal <laughs> comprehension of the world. My owner made this collar for me so I could talk. And then, you know, mm-hmm. squirrel. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I love all. Pixar does such a good job. I was reading something else too. The guy, the CEO for Pixar. Uh, yeah. He was the CEO for Pixar. <laughs> Glad they were like a failing company. Right? They're failing. Ed Catmull? Did he start DreamWorks? He went off to start. Oh, no, no. So, uh, he, I, I don't think he was, he was Pixar Disney. was spun off from ILM. Yeah. Here's what it was. Well, he, Disney exactly. he helped, yeah, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, How, Lion King. Where did King, you get all this? Facebook, I think. Well, well. You. Reading the internet. Kara needs her own My pulse of the internet My heartbeat is on the pulse of the internet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kara, take it, tell, finish it off. That's dope. Well, oh, so. Is it? There he, it is. He came up with like, or he made like Lion King, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, all like the Disney Renaissance ones. And then did he ask for a promotion? I think he wanted to raise or something. And Disney was like, nah. And so I heard he was fired, but then I read something else and said he actually quit. He quit and left. And then he went and he started DreamWorks. Oh, and wow. so he so ended up like funny. Shrek and Madagascar and El Dorado and all the movies and TV <laughs> shows, Kipo included, included from DreamWorks. You know, it's funny if Disney had just held on to that guy, they might not have had to acquire Pixar. Right. Because yeah. Disney was failing at the time. Yes. They yeah. were before the Renaissance, like before those movies came out, yeah. Yeah. Like The Lion King and things like that. Yeah. They had a series of box office bombs. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's funny about the movies that they show that he did, they were all very similar to the Disney equivalents, I guess. Madagascar probably is kind of similar to Lion King. Yeah. You got the shark movie that's like uh, Finding Nemo kind of, right? Like the shark or, movie. The shark movie. Isn't that thinking of Shark Tale? But Shark Tale. I don't think there's really any similarity to Finding Nemo to me. They're just well underwater, like you know, the aquatic visually themed. I guess. Hey, Swanky's finally here. Geez, Swanky. Is it? You you can see the thing, right? Nope. The chat. Yeah. No, we don't see chat anymore. 
I see well, no, it on my oh, phone the, right oh, now. Oh, this didn't switch over? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. oh, it's back? I don't know what's going on. It was on two for a while when you read us that wheelchair article. Oh, did I never switch it back from that? Well, you switch. Uh, it's back to the HDMI one. Oh, weird. Okay. Well, I was trying to show that whole time here was doing her bit. I had the heartbeat on the pulse of the internet t-shirt on top of her. Oh, funny. <laughs> yes. Anyway. No, um, I see. I have my phone up watching Twitch over here. So okay. I see what Slinky says. So Slinky said, holy big space. I feel like you're in a galaxy far, far away in the new oh, place. And he says, hello, yeah. by the way. What would Swanky's theme song be? Brad, come up with one for yeah. Swanky. Yeah, Brad, do all of our work for us. Brad to do everything. Yeah. Hey, Brad, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm girl on fire, I guess. I'm balding and I know it. <laughs> I'm nature Shred of the hell in 3D. And I don't get one. Nope. <laughs> we got to um, think of one for Chris. We really do. Uh, what's what's the other police song that's not "Don't Stand So Close to Me"? That's what message in a bottle. I've been watching you or something like that. Oh, every yeah, breath every you step take. You take. Every step. <laughs> there you go, Chris. Well, you watch us all the time. What you, you think I'm stalking you? <laughs> you? You asked me to Your be joke here. At Disney was that you were in a bush with a camera. So I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's because I'm trying to stay out of the shot, not because I'm stalking you. <laughs> there you go. That's Chris's theme song. Um, all right, so just cruising right along. All right, so a fun thing that I was reading about is some. Th- um, there's like a fun topic for everybody. Is what are some things that the world would be better off without? And then spiders. So, no, spiders oh, are no. absolutely well, hold on. We need yes, spiders. No, we need no. spiders. Wood ticks. So, no, we need those two for some well, so reason. Centipedes and millipedes. Okay. Yeah, we don't need those. Go ahead, okay, Chris. Sorry, Chris. Well, I was going to say, so think a little bit about the things that you think the world would be better off with. Um, Out. Without. Yep. And then uh, Maz the Spaz uh, says, uh, do you think the upcoming theater release of Lord of the Rings on IMAX should have been the extended version? Wait, 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 wait. They're putting Lord of the Rings back out on IMAX? Is, are yep. we just That's not awesome. cool enough up here to get that? Because I've heard nothing about well, that. Well, we don't, we don't have IMAX have theaters IMAX up here. Anymore, yeah. Yeah, we've what's, got, what's at the... That's just a regular uh, theater now. What, what is it called? Their ultra screen? Ultra, ultra screen. screen. The, I'm not going to talk crap. Wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's it not, is the twenty year of Lord of the Rings, December thirteenth. Well, it oh. looks like it was earlier this year. Maz just blew Kara's mind. February fifth, twenty twenty one, The Fellowship of the Ring. February twelfth was Two Towers and <laughs> Return of the King. Maz, I I I do think it should have been extended. I I'm extended. Well, here's the these problem. Days. What's With, hold on? What's the runtime for Return of Super fans like Kara would watch the raw footage. Oh if yeah, given the choice. We so, we had those big box sets, and my brothers and I we would nah. take the extra discs and we would watch all the behind the scenes stuff and everything from Lord of the Rings. Four point one hours for Return of the King extended. I take it back. Regular version, theatrical. No, no, no nobody no. can sit on their butt for four point one hours. I for, can. Wait, four four point one hours for per, just the for just film? Fellowship of the Earth. Sorry, just uh, Return of the King. Just think about it, guys. Yeah, Flying from here movie, to Europe, you could watch two of the extended <laughs> Lord of the Rings movies. Well, then How you'd be like, "Oh, I didn't get to be? see the third one." Wait, wasn't Brad disappointed in my runtime earlier? I yeah. might not be fast, but I'm lethal in the short run or whatever. <laughs> there we go. I don't need to run long distance. Lethal in short distances. Lethal at short distances. Uh, That's some Gimli for everybody. Um, Matt says they'd watch the raw footage. Yeah, so would Kara. 
Yeah. Yep. Maz, no. you know her. I, mean, I enjoy the films, but it's like. I, no, Kara would watch them apply makeup to Orlando Bloom or whatever. So she would just watch like the, the 26 month long beginning to end live feed of making yes. Lord of the Rings. I, I totally would have. Like, if I wasn't, what, 13 just, at that point? I'm serious. It's just like a month of uh, Bilbo just hiking. Yes. <laughs> Brad says, let's just hope the enemies are close to the, you then. <laughs> Kara is ridiculous when it comes to Lord of the Rings stuff. Chris really wrote a whole episode of a, a game we used to do just to try to stump Kara, and it didn't even come close to even one wrong. Yep. So that, it didn't, that was it didn't the first thing we air. ever. That was the first thing we ever produced that I didn't even put we out. We didn't air it because there was no drama to it whatsoever. It Cam was would watch the raw footage too. All of you guys, no wonder you guys are watching us. You like long, boring things that don't go anywhere. <laughs> guys, we need a raw footage watch. Um, watch party. Good luck stealing that from Peter Jackson's house. Keith, have you heard about um, the, the artist over in Europe who protested their movie review process? No. So there's, um, uh, Tell me. to get the like ratings, right? Like rated R, R7, whatever, 17, and PG, you know, all that. Their Europe system or the British system, there's um, these rules you have to follow and then boycotting of it. Somebody didn't get the rating they wanted for a movie. So to get back at them, they, they literally have to watch like every frame of the movie and whatever. I have heard of this. And so they, it was either just white screen or it was they them painting and then letting the paint dry. And the total runtime of the movie was 26 hours. <laughs> and they but, made them watch it. <laughs> and they made them watch it. But to get back at them, the Raider actually rated it. And like, he like watched the entire thing to prove to like, you can still try to show the man, and I will show you. Yeah, you so can't like, fight City Hall. You can't fight wow. City Hall, and he actually watched it. So it's kind of, he submitted a 26-hour white paint-drying movie for them to watch. That's yeah. funny. Six hour. I wonder, did they? Did he, like, hide frames of anything? Like, oh, I wish he should have. Oh, yeah, to, like, yeah, like a fight yeah, club. Right? To, like, see, like, oh, yeah. well, you didn't watch it, because yeah, I, like, mm-hmm. I hid this, like, I hid this horrible shot in there and you it clearly didn't yeah, see like it. a picture of his butt it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah Before i'm going for a g event. rating uh <laughs> like the end of uh fight club and yep. show all these flash frames again we didn't even get a computer lab in school until i was in middle school so before that there was just no computers so it makes me laugh when like teachers I'm, there must have been a book like in the president gets that like in the, what you have to do to, to troll your students because did you ever have a, a i had i had one teacher do this you read, it was, I think it was a math test. It was like, you read through it and they say, follow all the directions. And so it was like, do this and then do oh, this. And then I do know this. exactly. And you get saying. to the very last, I'm not, this is really happy. You get to the very last thing and it was said, don't do anything of the above. Like just put your pencil down. And- I think that was in like the fifth grade. I remember this exactly. Yeah, remember like somebody proctors this thing or whatever. And they're like, they're like, they give you like 35 minutes to do this test. Yep. And it's like 50 questions or something. So you like, feel like there's pressure to get it done. Yep. And you go through this whole thing and there's things like, you know, punch a hole through the piece of paper, yell the word chicken really loud and all these things. So you hear all these people doing this and like you see this stuff and it gets to the very end and it's like, ignore all above directions and just turn your test over face down. Yep. And so, then, so what, what is the resulting grade or is it, or is it, just a, it a would be joke? a pass fail. It thing. would be like a pass fail. Yeah. Wow. And so, and, and it was like, the first one was like, read all directions. Yep. And then the second, gotcha. and then, but then, so people would read, but they would do as go, but it was like, read all directions first or something. And there was always like two or three students that were smart enough to whatever. But as everybody else is yelling out chicken, like if you made it, yep, I definitely yeah. made the mistake. Yeah. Cause That's you know, funny. it was, it was a troll and there was somewhere I was going with it. It was because your hidden message in the white oh, right. screen. It was like, yeah, if you actually pay attention, it was to teach you to 
you know, when the teachers tell you something, pay attention to detail. That classic lesson. Right. Um, I, I think what it teacher, taught me was like the tests are out to punish you as opposed to actually determine your level of skill. Right. Oh, man. But um, yeah, where do they figure all that stuff out? Because it's like I've heard other stories and stuff of being posted on there that oh, we um, got some chat going got on some here. Chat, and we still have things we would be better out without. And Kara yeah, is trying to bring down the entire ecosystem I, of the planet by removing spiders. Yeah, yeah, that would be awful. We'd have so many bugs. Oh, we so, okay, so I think the world bugs. would be better without bugs and other food sources for birds and other ways to pollinate fruits and trees and all the food sources. Here's why Kara's mad. She was let down by a spider today. I just want to say there's already a couple flies in this building, which right now, it's not bad. There's just a couple flies. We've got Ryan in the fly trap more than we've got <laughs> flies. Kara, imagine how many more flies there would be if there wasn't spiders in the building with webs catching and eating. That's why I said flies. no bugs. Well, no, but then well, bugs is way too broad of a category. That'd be like saying no food. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's like, why yeah. I said an alternate ways to pollinate things. Like and what? God like a dude with a syringe? Kara, you can't get rid of the bees. I can keep bees. Just keep spiders. No. So for, do, I can give some examples that I thought were kind of fun. Let me go back to my list oh, here. But Well, Jer really quick, I'm, I've been mean to say this, and Jeremy keeps talking. Maz, did you hear that Howard Shore is going to be coming and composing the music for the Lord of the Rings Amazon show? Hey, did I ever tell you guys about my Lord of the Rings concert experience? Oh. I went to Radio City Music Hall in like 2008 in New York City. And saw a live, like, 100-piece orchestra play the score to the uh, Fellowship of the Ring mm. theatrical version yes. in front of uh, IMAX size projection of the movie. Gosh. It Dang. was amazing. And so, My level of jealous is through the roof. It was awesome. And so they left, um, you know, so we're, we're watching the movie, and they left the sound effects and uh, voice tracks in the movie, but they were, like, the levels were, like, brought down so, like, you could just... In the music parts, you could just mm -hmm. like really hear the music. And obviously anybody there was a big fan of the movie. So it's like, you know what's going on story-wise in yeah. dialogue. You don't need to hear it. It's just kind of there in the background. Yeah. But when the, the, the orchestra is playing, it's like all orchestra. And then the orchestra, <gasps> you know, there's sections of the movie without music. And then they'd bring back up the, uh, the uh, sound effects and vocal tracks that you could like pay attention and stuff. But like it was one of the coolest movie experiences and oh one of the coolest gosh. like live music experiences. Oh yeah. So it was envious. awesome. That'd be and amazing. So, and they did all three movies in like different tours. I only saw the first one, but uh, yeah, it was pretty insane. That's sweet. So having him back for the Amazon series, that's, that's really smart. But mm -hmm. on the other hand is Howard Shore like the only thing that they're bringing back. I think, well, here's the thing. This, this does not, like, I don't think this coincides at all with, like, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. This is well, thousands of years before, so there's going to be, like, young Galadriel. Oh, uh, okay. So this is way back. But it's, like, same continuity, technically, right? They're not, like, reimagining the universe. No, it's not imagine, like... Radagast would still be around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gandalf, uh, all the old. So like, I'm sure like Thranduil will probably be around Galadriel, Celeborn, um, you know, the elves, a lot of the elves will be around the Ents. Maybe we'll see Ent wives. Who knows? I don't think there's any writings except 
the ants talking about missing the ant wives. It'd be really cool if there was stuff about the ant wives. Are they pulling stuff from, uh, oh God, what's that big? So Marilyn? Yes. So Marilyn. Are they pulling stuff from that or are they just I'm making up these so. stories? I'm guessing so. There's a bunch. Of, there's, so there's the book. There's the um, Unfinished Tales, Book of Lost Tales, Silmarillion, Children of Hurin. Um, I think Christopher Tolkien just released a new one. Or well, I think Christopher Tolkien's dead. But there was one that he was working on before he passed away. And I think that just got released. So, the, the so there's a bunch to take from. That's good. The yeah. showrunners can't go rogue. Cause right. like, right. Like the fan, yeah. the, the hardcore fans would like crucify them. Oh yeah. It's like you can't just make stuff up. I mean, they're going to have to like, well, did I'm sure Hobbit. make a lot of their own. Yeah, that's they, true. They, uh, true. And I mean, those movies are not good though. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thor and Oakenshield and like the characters are so cool, but yeah, it was just like they added the, they, Sometimes you subtract stuff, but you subtract by adding stuff, and it gets to be, you know, not as fun. Yeah. All right. Any chat you want to talk? No, about? I, I was trying to catch up on chat, and then you started talking about Kara's bug thing, and went on this whole other thing. So all the chat from before, Man. I still have to do. All right, Chris, take us into chat. All right. So that test you're talking about, Cam said he had that in a science class, similar type of C, thing. Cam had one. Um, Asher says, I remember when we first got computers at school, learning the basics of paint and the correct way to search for things on the browser. It's like search for dog plus cute quotation that. marks. Netscape LOL. Navigator. Yeah. Um, Swanky says, I'm going to have to randomly scream out chicken from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a test. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Did you guys see everyone? Did you see the guy? Oh, did you see the guy? Everyone thinks his cast is Adam Warlock for the MCU. Kind of looks like him. Hmm. Okay. Huh. The I didn't know they were doing Adam Warlock. Is losing their mind because did you guys hear it was voice cast as Mario in the next Mario? I did. Movie? Yeah. Who? who? Who is it? Chris Pratt. Okay, because I, I saw the list of people <laughs> I and I saw that the internet was going nuts. They're all mad about it, and it's like I don't know. You can give Chris Pratt a shot at Mario. I don't know if he could do a Why bad not? job. It's he's Chris funny. Pratt. He'll yeah, be hilarious. Funny. He'll be Whatever. great. He's fine. He'll, He'll be, be good. fine. Yeah, he can wrangle um, velociraptors. See, he wrangles velociraptors. A Koopa's not that much different. <laughs> you guys aren't seeing the big picture here. People tend to freak out about these, uh, like, IP, when uh, these major yes. IPs get cast for the first time. Well, I mean, it's at like, least it's of, like animated and not like another live action. Right. Yeah, yeah Just it wait, is. It's animated. Wait till the movie comes out. It might be great. It might be terrible. Right. That probably um, has nothing to do with Chris Pratt being in it, you know? Did, did, any, did you guys see the, I mean, the live action Sonic? Yeah, uh, no. I watched it, it was good. It was, was, it? it was actually really I will good. say, I'm glad they did redo Sonic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> they redid it. I that still think now, bad. like, the more I think about it's it, it's a marketing stunt. You, you it was think a publicity. so? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I they don't made know. him ugly to be viral, and then they, they went viral, and then... I don't know. You, do you really think that they had that much foresight? To, to well, because they would have only had to have rendered him looking completely terrible for what they did in the trailer and have already done, like, the correct rendering of him for everything else... To, and then they'll be like, oh, this will buy us a little bit of time. And everyone's going to be like, oh, is it going to be different? And then they're the everybody talking about how big of a mistake and how, oh, they're so relieved that they actually fixed it. I could see somebody being like, OK, I've got a crazy plan, but it's going to work. <laughs> no, I, I, I vote happy accident. All right. Best. You're taking the Bob Ross excuse. Fair enough. Yep, I am. Um, catching up on chats more because there's still a, uh, Maz says that he thinks that the series is, the Lord of the Rings series is going to be the second age I you might see right. Galadriel Elrond Sauron was posing as a beautiful elf at the time mm -hmm. he thinks I think um, Cam wants to know if we 
are excited about the new Amazon Wheel of Time series. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so Cam, I've actually had a coworker who refuses to like not let me listen or read uh, the Wheel of Time, and I've really enjoyed what I've heard so far. I was actually asking, have you ever done that series? I have no idea what it is. Uh, it's just, it's basically what inspired Game of Thrones. So it's very oh, okay. uh, point of view storytelling. It's that stylistic. But um, he's written like, there are how many books in the series, Gwen? 15. 15 who's, books. Who's the author? Uh, Robert. Uh, Robert. Uh, or did Robert Johnson or whatever pick it up from somebody else? I brought the first three books. I'll just go look. Oh, she's got them. That's amazing. Yeah. No, she's I even got them here. Yeah. Yes, oh, nice. I love you. <laughs> I it's read it's them. really good. So like uh there's a Robert Jordan. Jordan and then Brandon Sanderson. Huh. So uh I know nothing about these. So uh, I okay. As much as Kara loves Lord of the Rings, my coworker loves the Wheel of Time series. Not so possible. So he's given me the whole it's possible. <laughs> he's given me the whole thing. So apparently there's like a long just just dirty movie history where they did a TV show back in the day and they just didn't do it justice. And they, um, the, there was something about movie rights and you guys, you and Chris probably know a lot more about this. It's like they got the movie rights and they didn't do anything with it. And so their contract was expiring. And so in order to like keep the rights, they had to make something that, so they just made a really Sony Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, so they, they really made like a garbage run production just to hold on to the rights. There's fantastic a, four. There, I was going to say, there's a way funnier example than Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic four movie. Every five layer. years you get a really bad fantastic four movie so that Fox doesn't have to give fantastic. No, four back. even before that in the, in the late eighties, there was a, uh, uh, Roger Corman, produced uh, Fantastic Four, and it is terrible. This is like the same year that Batman 1989 came out. I think Fantastic Four came out. Okay. Um, Why don't they just take the time to do it, do it justice? A lot of reasons. I There's, mean, you could say that about any Roger Corman movie, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, he's made, like, a billion movies, and he's never lost money on hardly any of them, and He's yeah, it's like if you can make it for 80 bucks, it's terrible, but if you pull in 90 at the box office, you're breaking your head, so... Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, Star Wars holds on to, or Lego holds on to its Star Wars licensing, or, you know, Kenner got the really cheap Star Wars licensing for the toys when the movie came out, and then it became a hot commodity, so it's like, it's kind of like, people buy domain names, and then they hope that they become a deal, like, somebody had AirPods that Apple had to pay a billion dollars for, and uh, Final Fantasy, somebody bought, like, Final Fantasy had the first 10, and then they bought Final Fantasy 15, somebody went and bought Final Fantasy 15, and then, Ooh, you know, they had to, like, smart. yep, so they, like, who knew that they would get to 15? I could have yeah. probably bought you know, wow, now that's what I call music 11 and then held on to 11 through 100 and they're at like 140 right now or something like yeah. that. So it's so now that's what I call music. So you would have been out all of your money because yeah, it's not see, wow, that's yeah, right. what I call music. Well, that's probably had something to do with it. So that's what had happened with the Wheel of Time <laughs> is somebody owned the movie rights and they so they made a like a just low production just to say that they were doing something with it to retain it. And then I think it finally got released so then Amazon picked it up. Mm. But it's very hit or miss what people are seeing with what they, you know, everybody's expecting Game of Thrones and yeah. HBO style of production. And it's going to be Amazon style. And well, Amazon, I think in the superhero world anyway, I think Amazon is making the best superhero Well, they have stuff. Invincible. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And, and Invincible's the, good. The and The Boys yeah. is amazing. So, I mean, I think they're killing it in... In one genre, anyway. Yeah. Uh, for, for the record, when, when people talk about something they're knowledgeable about or passionate about, it's absolutely awesome. So hearing you talk about, like, Spider-Man. And, like, you guys know what I'm talking about, see? Oh, I yeah. knew you would knew what I was talking about. So back to answer your question about Wheel of Time, 
is uh, I hope it's good, but I'm at the dilemma right now. I'm, I'm halfway through the first book or part of the way for the first book. And it's like, I really want to finish the first book or maybe read them and just enjoy them as the original intended format before I switch to the TV version. Yeah. I've, I've like gotten into weird things like um, girl with the dragon tattoo, for instance, where yeah. it's like, I, I start with the books and then I go to the movies and then I continue reading the books and I can't not picture the, the actors when I'm reading the books. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't, should not have watched the movie before finishing the series. Mm-hmm. Weird things like that. So sometimes I think it is good to like just read the books so you get to like imagine your own version of it and yeah. then watch the visual version later. I was so happy because I got through a majority of the Harry Potter books before I watched the movies. So yeah. I had my head canon, I guess we'll call it, of what everybody looked and sounded like. Mm-hmm. And right. it was, you know, and they, I, I actually really love Harry and Hermione was a little bit different, but it was pretty close. And then Ron was the only one I was completely opposite about. I was just picturing this, this like raspier, coolier Ron. I don't know why I thought Ron was cool because he's, <laughs> I don't know. No one ever thought Ron was cool. You're the only one. Ron Weasley doesn't think Ron Weasley is cool. <laughs> okay. He, he knows. He's like, oh, though. I'm the friend character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the actor for him um, just goes around, drives an ice cream truck around when he feels like it. So I think he's pretty cool. I can relate to that. <laughs> and and just like enjoys the, yeah. the shock when yep. people are like, oh my God, oh, yeah, it's Ron Weasley. Ice cream by, uh, <laughs> it's Leviosa. Rupert Grint. Is that's that kind of right? cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Huh. Um, all right. So any more other chat? Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Cam is going through Wheel of Time for the third time right now, it seems like. Uh, Swanky agrees Damn, that it was a happy mistake with Sonic. Um... Maz says the token estate said that they can't change the story, but can add characters and dialogue as long as it doesn't change the story that was written. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Man, I mean, that's a heck of a thing to write into a contract because it's like there's well, the, so many opportunities to bend those rules. Well, they right. probably got blown out so bad by the other ones. They wanted something in there, but they didn't want to completely stifle the ability to do yeah. something to make it better as a series versus a film or I, right. a book. I didn't like the addition of Tariel and The Hobbit. That's what I was getting. I was tiptoeing I mean, it's like... That. They didn't need that love story and weirdness. So wait, so uh, all right. So the chat wrote that they can add characters, but they can't change story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you need a like, if you need like a convenience character to push plot or something, yeah. Could you imagine like if this went to court and like the lawyers arguing, it's like, well, it like we didn't change the plot. We just added a character, and the other lawyer is like, plot is character. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like yeah, I want to see people in court arguing over Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> right? Yes, I would love that. I would sit in that. Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, Kara's like, I need court TV. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Just don't know how dry Kara can enjoy Lord of the Rings. It's it's wonderful. Um, like in the is. first, so I watched Fellowship of the Ring. I'd never read Lord of the Rings before. I watched Lord of the Rings and then before Two Towers came out, I went through the Lord of the Rings three times. That's yeah. absolutely crazy. I, I don't think Kara had friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was homeschooled, my friends. I was homeschooled. <laughs> Actually, I, I read the books, but only once. I, I It was like a really like relaxing experience. Like Token the, goes into a lot of depth. Yeah, and I, with I actually descriptions. And people told me like, "Oh, well, they're kind of boring. They're not like the movies." And I, I, I wouldn't call them boring at all. No, I just it, they're, it, they're really like nice to, get into to just sometimes. like. I, I actually like enjoyed just like sinking into them like a mm-hmm. comfy couch. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like you just like fall into so much detail, and they're, yeah. just, they're just like really nice reads. When I was in Europe, um, I downloaded the audiobooks 
And I just, on bus rides, plane rides, I just sit and listen to Lord of the, the Rings. The narrator, they couldn't have got a more sleep-inducing narrator for that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was Ian Holm. You got to watch out for the Black Riders, Frodo. You know? And uh, <laughs> then when I was training for the full marathon, I actually listened to the Lord of the Rings as well. Oh, nice. Kara mm-hmm. gives me a hard time. I'll give a video game reference here. I like like Farming Simulator Ugh. and SnowRunner where you literally like- Big truck backing up simulator. Redneck yeah, Rider. Yeah, you, like, get redneck tra- Runner. Like, Is that what I call you, it? Yep. You pick your truck. You back up to the you know the wood storehouse. You just load your lumber on there, and then you drive it across Wisconsin or Russia or Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, those are very similar things, Wisconsin and Russia. <laughs> well, that's, that's the level. It depends on how many tree stumps and the wall. It's relaxing. It's a nice unwind thing. And same thing. It was like uh, with farming simulator. You you hook up to your your plow and you unfold it. Yeah, you got your farming it. simulator. You, you, you champion here. What? No. Ryan is big into farming it's, simulator. It is. So relaxing. So you plow the field, <laughs> then you go, then you pick all what fertilizer you're going to use. No. And you fertilize, you lay your crops I only down. use Jeremy brand fertilizer. So after Jeremy played this, his suddenly his dream was to have a farm. And I'm like, I you think- realize it's not that easy, right? Oh, like- I'm thinking if a farmer's listening to this right now, they're like, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> My job is so hard. It's very difficult. Like you are up at the butt crack of dawn and then you have to work those fields. And you, I mean, no. It's can can not- you imagine Jeremy's like, Kara, I need you to force me to get out to rotate the crops today. And he's like, I'm too tired. I'd have a pin sitting on my bedside table. So every morning I'd be like, hey, Jeremy, time to get up. Oh, just five more minutes. I would grab that pin and I'd shove it in the <laughs> So not just Farm Simulator. It was also the perfect combination Clarkson Farm. Clarkson Farm. And again, Clarkson has millions of dollars. Oh my gosh. He has a Lamborghini tractor. He buys a Lamborghini tractor so he can just do it faster. Wait, who is this? Jeremy Jeremy Clarkson, the host of... um, Oh, okay. Yeah, so imagine, you know... (laughs) I can't imagine that being very efficient. Oh, it's it's legit. It's just... It's nice. So there's these things called tram lines. And then over in England, they can tell you what kind of roof you can put on your house. So in his fields, he gets bored with like having to do a three point turn to come back and go the other way. So he does it Zamboni style where he goes like this. Oh, nice. And it messes up. So what they do is <laughs> the computer you program to automatically skip laying a row of seeds for a certain spot. It's called the tram line. So you can drive your tires down there and you don't trample your crops. Mm-hmm. And the tram lines are like when you look out on the rolling fields, like it's very beautiful and you see like beautiful crop and then symmetrical lines. Yeah. Well, it knows to do it like every 15th line or row or whatever. And then that's the reach of your, so he just does it this way and all of the tram lines are messed up. So he hires this, this help and this help is like, dude, you're going to get so many complaints. Cause you got, you can't do We can't even fertilize this. Cause you can't, there's nowhere to drive the tractor. Cause there's just seeds all over the whole thing. And then there's bald spots in his fields. He, it's amazing. It is absolutely brilliant. It's on Amazon Prime, speaking of which, and it's really well. Yeah, not sponsored by Amazon Prime. No, no, but yeah. no, it's, they've got their fingers in everything because we're going to talk about the history of Twitch. But I, want, I have that up, by the way. I wanted to bring up this really quick. As earlier, I asked what things are better to do with often in a previous episode. I don't know why the, we got on the topic of conversation that if Case Care ever passes away, she should leave a thing, a list for me to watch. <laughs> yeah. so I've, kind of, I've kind of been keeping this in the back of my so head. So we pinned it's one the down. most important thing. We pinned one down. And so the past week, for the first time ever in my life, Kara got to pick a show for me to watch. I'd be curious to see if you've seen this, Keith. Okay. Because there's like Wait, a good chance you have. You've never, then, this is the first time you've ever watched a show that Kara picked? A yes. movie. Yeah. Are you serious? 
That's crazy. Well, like nine that would, times that, out like, of ten, Jeremy's like, "Do you want to watch this or this?" You just always let him. That's okay. No. So he he's holding let, he on to the remote. Pick. What should you do? <laughs> he let me pick. Um, uh, Chris is gonna lose it if we bring this. What's movie the up, Drew Barrymore nice, movie? With oh, the, that was Ever After. Ever After. <laughs> he felt <laughs> he like fell asleep watching Ever After. It's a good movie. I've never seen. I've it. never seen it. And then, of course, the other well, other one that he suggested that I really liked was A Knight's Tale. But we'll move past that yeah, quickly. So what's the show? Okay, Little so here's series. the one I had never seen. Is The Devil Wears Prada? Uh, nope. See, Never he seen hasn't it. seen it. Yeah, I think you, if you're a man, you haven't seen it. Well, I watched it with Carrie. It was a good movie. It's got I mean, Anne I've, I've watched in it. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is dope. It's like when the guy discovered hockey for the first time. It's like, where has Meryl Streep been my whole life? What other good shows has she been in? <laughs> Everything she's been Mer in. Yeah, yeah Meryl Streep is like queen really of Hollywood. Really? Like yeah. Really? She's amazing. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I know what I want to get as my first tattoo. Get Meryl Streep. I've, I've actually. I've, She's I've got good. A, a, the Devil Wears Prada. Do, do you want me to list her, her filmography? That's really awesome. It's com Oh, that fly landed right I on know. your nose. Yep. I felt it. I thought it was going to go up. Have you guys seen uh, It's Complicated? No. That's a really Is good Mer Meryl Streep oh, rom-com. You're getting the thumbs so It's yeah. so good. It's so good. <laughs> she was dope in Devil Wears Prada. She was actually really She's good. She's just like. Well, I relate to that though. Yeah. So the, there's a scene in there that absolutely stands out. So if I were to like give you the synopsis of it, um, Anne Hathaway, young aspiring journalist, right? She wants to like be proud of her journalism, and she applies for this job working for Elle Street, who's like the fashion queen. She runs Runway Magazine. She knows everything. What? Fashion Surprise! Magazine. You remember the name of the magazine? Why? Well, like yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways well, when you only have to watch three rom-coms a lifetime yeah, it's, not, it's not that hard to pay attention to the few you make me watch and so um, Meryl's like a, a million girls would die to have this job because they like get exposed to the fashion industry they get to go to Paris they get to do all these things and Anne Hathaway is like not looking pretty like so she wears clothes that don't flatter her because she wants to be taken seriously and she wants to write serialistic journal and she says she's a fast learner so she still tries to get the job um, and so Meryl Streep like quizzes her a little bit and she's like, okay, look, the last three women who've wanted this job have been horrible. So maybe if I pick somebody who doesn't want it for the perks and actually wants it to be seriously might be good. So she gets this job, but then Meryl Streep just craps all over her constantly. <laughs> like, you know, you're blah, 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 blah. And so then there's, um, you know, there's always the, like the character that's like the background lifting up, inspiring character. And uh, he, t you know, he tries to tell her like, you don't realize what the world of fashion is. I can't believe we're talking about all of this. <laughs> so I'm incredibly a, bored. At this there's story. a really yeah. powerful scene where she's wearing a blue sweater. Oh my God. I'm so glad you told yeah. me this story. So <laughs> a blue sweater. And so there, this girl holds up two turquoise belts and she's like, Oh, which color one do you want? <laughs> what is this serious? movie? Yeah. It's a fashion movie. Just it's so good. Here it's good. So how do, hold on. How did two turquoise belts even get made in the first place? Okay. So two turquoise belts get held up. And Hathaway right now. I know. Yeah. He is. That's exactly it. And so she holds up the two turquoise belts and she's like, Oh, Meryl Streep, which one do you like more? And she's like looking at him and and Anne Hathaway like snorts. Like, are you gonna I can't believe this? They're the same color. So then Meryl Streep like snaps and turns at her and looks at her and she's like, Look, you may think you don't like fashion. No, she says she says, Is something funny? Well, yeah, but that's so the point okay, fine, the, the point is there is a difference between the turquoise belts 
And she schools Anne Hathaway and says, look, you may think that you just took off a blue sweatshirt off of the rack and put it on today. But in reality, there is 14 shades of that blue. There's this, this, and this, and this is specifically cardamom blue or whatever. And that was actually a color that was created, has created billions of jobs and has been started on as a runway model color and then dropped down to this and then dropped down to this. And it like just the trickle effect of what fashion does for the world. And I didn't know about any of this either. So just her delivery and her performance, her confidence, her knowledge all delivered so quickly it was like that's actually a pretty cool scene of like watching Anne Hathaway just get schooled on the importance of fashion mm-hmm. it was a really good movie I, I, I actually really liked it so. I appreciate that you appreciated it yeah it was kind of fun and then there's all you know of course the stupid lessons they jam down your throat and typical movie fashion. like that the fashion industry is good for you yeah, right yeah. they're not going to talk about the fact that they make clothes as disposable as possible to force you to purchase more clothing instead of just so using that's the why stuff you, you don't have. buy trendy clothes so and you literally, buy staple pieces I got to get this out there now in the what what things should be eliminated from the world somebody put fashion. fast fashion yeah specifically fast fashion mm-hmm. so i was going to ask kara i didn't know fast fashion was even a thing oh, oh yeah. so I'm, apparently like people used to eat tide pods as a tiktok challenge that's one of the things now is um people are just wearing a thing once and then getting rid of it and it's yeah. creating a mountain so that's why you have clothing stores like rue 21 and like charlotte russe was another one just a lot of these places where you can buy cheap clothes that have that season's hot items that are not going to be in fashion next season. So basically, you'll wear it for that season, and then it's no longer cool. Nobody's ever going to wear it again. Bye. Hey, See, as, as a segue, you know, it never goes out of fashion. It's Rise of the Podcast t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to get yours, they're available until October 1st. We come in three different designs, the Galactic Tour tee, front and back print, the classic Rise of the Podcast logo tee, and Jeremy's favorite, my heartbeat is on the pulse of the internet. His, co- his catchphrase for his barometer sensing of how the internet feels about things. That is correct. Go to uh, everpress.com slash Rise of the Podcast, and you should get, come up with those. Otherwise, we will post links to that. Are, is the, the audience looking at these shirts as yeah. we speak? Oops. I've accidentally yeah. launched a game graphic twice oh, nice. while I was doing this too. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so not to I just could not pass up that opportunity. No, it was a good it was a good segue. What were yeah. you gonna say, Keith? Oh, okay. I wanna I, I, I think everyone should wear exactly what I wear because it's never in fashion or out of fashion. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. A polo shirt and slacks has never gone out of fashion. Yeah, that's just, what I'm wearing. I, I wish the whole wear, world would just wear like blue jeans, black t-shirts, and hoodies. And that was just formal, informal, around the house, at a wedding. It was just everything. Yeah. And then no one would have to worry about it. And right. Wouldn't that be great? But that would be great. That's I like, like that's like my, my utopia. Today, okay. Yeah. We're persecuting you, Kara. This yeah. is actually an intervention. <laughs> get ready to get schooled. Well, sorry. Oh, sorry. Make your point. We have a ton of chat to catch up on. Really quick. I just, there was an ad that was somebody issued lately called a rewear challenging daring influencers to actually wash their clothes and wear them more than once. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was actually pretty interesting when I was. Well, okay. Here's what's sad. You bring, sorry, not to keep this going, but you bring that up there. A lot of influencers will be paid, will be sent clothes and paid to put like wear their clothes and talk about how awesome this brand's clothes, this brand's clothes are. And in reality, they hate them, so they wear them once, and then they just sit in the closet, or they, like, get shipped off to Goodwill or whatever. Hmm. Uh, Clothes don't become comfortable until you wear them, like, 40 times. Yeah. It's pretty much. (laughs) I agree. All right, right, so. take us to chat. Six million things here. So, um, so Mikey says, Arthur Weasley is pretty cool. This is how far back this goes. (laughs) 
Um, there's an announcement of a new Harry Potter Beast movie in the last couple of days. If any of us see the announcement, I missed that. No, a new Harry Potter Beast movie? <laughs> yeah, the Got Fantastic Beasts and blah, blah, blah. Okay, who are they recasting? Johnny, Johnny Depp. What? They're bringing him back? back? No, 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 no. I thought you asked who they were recasting. Oh, yeah. No, I knew so. they were recasting Johnny Depp, but have they picked somebody to play his character? Uh, Matt says the annotated Hobbit is worth reading. Um, <laughs> he also says, I'm guessing he's written reference to like farming simulators. This sounds like paint drying simulator. No, it's yes. really fun and it's relaxing. So yes, like reading Lord of the Rings. So apparently Lamborghini was the original tractor slash farm equipment. Yes, I was same. right. Oh, yeah, they you did were make right. tractors and stuff first. That's absolutely um, correct. So was Ferrari. Mm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brad, too lazy to train, but we'll play farm simulator and think he can own a farm because he likes playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, own a farm yet. Uh, ever. Jeremy needs to spend a week working at Becca and Gavin's farm. Yep, yep, I should. Um, let's see, Swanky they says. They have a cow rotator that automatically utters them and then kicks them off. What, I, not, you, none of the words you said are actual words. The cows get on, <laughs> they get milked, and they get off, and it's all humane. It's super cool. <laughs> I don't like that sentence you just said. <laughs> <laughs> they get back-buttered, Chris. <laughs> Swaggy says, uh, Papa Lambo had issues with how Ferrari was building their engines, wrote a letter of suggestion to Ferrari where they wrote a big diss letter and returned to Lambo saying he knows nothing and stick to your tractors. So then Lambo decided to design cars out of spite. I have heard that. Yes, that's uh, true. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore in theaters, like April 15th, 2022. So file all your taxes and watch a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> um, so Mikey says, darn, hopefully we'll be on vacation. No idea what the context of that's to. Um, watch Death Becomes Her, Jeremy. Uh, that's a rom-com, I assume. Mm. Um, Swanky says my last rom-com was Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. I would try to say that was a rom-com. Kara would absolutely put that one down. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Did you know that 10% one. of greenhouse gases are caused from the fashion industries? Really? Ooh. How much of that's due to shipping, though? I have no idea. Probably I mean, a lot. like the dye process and all the synthetic materials and stuff like that. Oh. I know the synthetic materials are making maestro plastics that like every time you wash your clothes and yeah. It's I mean, I guarantee you nothing you are wearing is hundred percent cotton. No, nothing. <laughs> He's um, like inspecting. Yeah. There's polyester in there. <laughs> I guarantee nothing you're wearing is probably made in this polyester. country. I would bet. Um, let's see. Jerry's going for his t-shirt. T-shirt maybe, but you got the do the screen print on there. Mexico. This is riveting podcast <laughs> yeah. right here. Jeremy's face over here. He's like. <laughs> it's only 60% cotton. Told you. Mm. 40% polyester. Boom. You weren't supposed to give a close up. You can put no, I had to because your face was like. <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to see straight again. <laughs> you could have just wrong. taken the shirt off. Right. Do we um, want to see that though? No. I'm just kidding. The, 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 our female audience definitely does. Oh, thanks, Chris. You have a female audience? Well. No, we don't. That's the <laughs> joke. <laughs> the females that are in here are like. Um, <laughs> Cam says so. Basically, he just likes watching Anne Hathaway get schooled. Well, I, mean, I have seen the Princess Diaries. You know. Um, Brad says the sad part is. 
I read that scene is different to me. It was like Meryl Streep character thinks fashion is more important than it really is. Absurd how important that entire group of people in New York to Paris think they are. Who was that? Who's the world that? Uh, Brad did. Brad? Yeah, about that turquoise belt scene. What it means is Brad's watched the movie. That's, that's <laughs> the real takeaway. That busted Brad. Busted. Uh, Swanky says that the fashion industry is also the second biggest consumer of the world's water supply. Really? I've heard that. I know there's people who are trying to change that. There's fashion groups out there that are trying. Um, Mass says, wasn't the lady head of Rebels in Star Wars 9 just like Meryl Streep? Hera? Mon Mothma? Who? Well, so this will so be Rise of Skywalker, whoever the... Oh, the Jurassic Park lady? Oh, oh yeah. No, that's um, episode eight. That's Laura Dern. Oh, That's yeah. Laura Dern, yeah. Yeah, the Jurassic Park lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a rotating milking parlor. Is, uh, David put that on there? Uh, I think Al Kyle, did, I think. Cow uh, merry-go-round sounds much better. <laughs> I think uh, merry-go-cow. It's a merry-go-round. Yeah. A dairy-go-round. Um, oh! Uh, <laughs> who said that? I don't me right now. I just, a dairy-go-round? No, a dairy-go-round. That's what I just said, is dairy-go-round. Who said that? I was asking if that's what you said. Yes, that's, that's what, what I said. Oh, my God. <laughs> This turned into who's on first. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Brad says, I watch everything at least once. Um, See, way to go, wow. Brad. So, I don't know if it's literally oh, Brad's everything. Brad's the one, though, when we did the like top movie quotes of all time, I'm pretty sure he knew like 99% of them. Yeah. Yeah. I still have not. See, do you know what we almost watched? I kid you not. If I wasn't going to watch Devil Wears Prada, we were going to watch Romancing the Stone, for what it's worth. So, well, that's the one you should have watched. <laughs> No, what was the what was the other chick? I was thinking, oh, Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Phantom of the mm. Opera. Have, I, have you seen that? Keith? No, I've never seen that one. Excellent movie. I'm in Excellent trouble. movie. I'm in trouble. Swanky says if it doesn't have gore or spaceships, I probably won't watch it. <laughs> I'm sure he's seen Event Horizon. I, mean, the Phantom, I actually, oh, the I used Phantom to tell, kills people. <laughs> I used to tell people that I don't watch movies that don't have henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> so you must love like Beauty and the Beast. Well, no, that's got henchmen. Yeah, yeah. As I'm saying, you must love it. Right? Oh yeah, yeah I do yeah. love Beauty no and the Beast. No one bites like Gaston. <laughs> yep. They're the henchmen that. of Beauty and the Beast. Check yeah. your phone for a picture of your dairy go round. Oh what? yeah, Maz oh, agrees. Romancing the Stone is great. Oh, we yeah. haven't talked about butts this podcast, but oh, Jeremy, we had two minutes to go. <laughs> right in the center. Up. Oh. oh, there's no way that's going to be in focus. Pull back. I think the focus thing is set in the middle. I think it's set on the logo. There you go. <laughs> See, it's a dairy girl. No, so what you just showed me is a bunch of cow butts. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> You know people can't really hear you right now, right? There's no mic oh, out here. Yeah. <laughs> So what you saw there is you can't <laughs> see the curve. The earth is not anyway. So by the time the cows get on, the rotation is one milking. It's absolutely genius. You don't realize the amazing engineering that went into this. Man says Moopocalypse now. The horror. Hey, haven't you been playing Diablo two and there's a cow level on it? Yeah, but I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. And I'm murdering all of them, so it's really sad. Yeah, well. Unless you um, and Brad says Swanky should get some culture and watch some movies that don't have spaceships oh, and gore in it. Ah. And then uh, Gary emoji. Oh, funny. <laughs> uh, classic snail. All right. Well, we didn't talk about any of Keith's cool stuff. So on that disappointment. <laughs> Which, really quick. 
Keith, you're gonna be at DuoCon. Yeah. And you're gonna do, tell us about your panel really quick. Oh yeah, so um, we're gonna do like a short story writing blitz. Um, so the topic of the anthology book that I wanna put together at DuoCon is called Attack of the DuoCon Zombies, right? So anybody who would like to contribute a short story to this massive project at DuoCon is tasked with writing a story about what they think would happen if the Comic-Con was overrun by zombies. Um, so a lot of these kind of short story blitzes happen at writing conventions. I don't know of one that's ever happened at a comic book convention before, but we'll see. And uh, the results will get published in early 2022. So here's what's fun, right? When you're good at something, you 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 either know the rules well enough to follow them when you need to follow them or break them to like do something awesome, Right. So at writing conventions, people have all these rules and things about writing. The fun thing is you're going to talk to a bunch of people who are passionate about zombies at a comic book convention. So it's, that's what's kind of fun. I'm really interested to see the results. These people don't, aren't going to be held to the rules of the writing standards, but they know a lot about zombies and are probably right. passionate about and them. Zombie tropes are super simple. You know, it's, it's, it's not like they have to think of a whole lot of like, whole like big origin right. story of where yeah. these zombies come from. We all know what zombies do. We know, all know what they act like. Yep. What happens if zombies are here right now at this convention? What would it look like? Super fun. Yep. Super easy. Really fun. And then when is Dulucon? Oh, December 22nd, December, October. <laughs> October. Oh, Lord. it's Christmas day, <laughs> October 24th to the 26th. And then now I'm just picturing what happens if like I was talking to a guy who cosplays as Deadpool. How funny it would be to see all these people in cosplay now zombies. How funny would that be? Oh, that that undeadpool. Awesome. Yeah, undead. <laughs> Un- undeadpool. Yes. Please write I got that one. <laughs> Brownie, please write that story. There you go. Oh, sorry. The 22nd to the 24th. Uh, so when you said the 24th or the 26th, I was like, oh crap, I requested the wrong days off. <laughs> so it's the 22nd to the 24th of October. I just scared Keith. Yeah. Brad uh, says, look out, Kara's going to blame this on not knowing the month on chip. <laughs> yep. Actually, I have been talking about his birthday a lot. Yeah, see, there it is, the scapegoat. Yeah. Um, Babies are the <laughs> excuse for everything. Swanky says, uh, that just means Keith will have to come back to plug his stuff some more. Hey. And then, um, hey, Brad come back to Lucan and we can read some of the stories. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, Swanky says, we should create a new method of zombies so I can rant about how they aren't true zombies. Well, that's <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. So, anything else we want to do before we wrap up? Or? I think we're good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us in our brand new space. Uh, Keith, always a pleasure for having you on. So uh, we're Twitch only now. So if you're watching it live, you obviously know where we are. But for those of you who are watching the VOD on Monday or later on YouTube, you can watch us live Saturday nights at 7 at twitch.tv slash Rise of the Podcast. Yep, I think so. And um, and there's all the information you're going to need out there. So thank you for watching this. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and like it. It shows that you want to see more content like this. Subscribe if you're not already. Ring the notification bell to be notified every time we upload a new video. Thank you guys so much for watching. And of course, may the force be with you. <laughs>